Yesenia, it's been too long. I know. Hello, DeAndre. A whole two weeks. You know, but a, a two-week hiatus maybe want, like will get the listeners to be like, yo, come out with a new episode already. Yeah, you gotta leave them uh, wanting more. Yes, always. But uh, I hope you had a nice vacation. For those that don't know, Yesenia went off parading around Puerto Rico for two hey, weeks. Look at you with the R roll. Oh, of course. I love my R rolls. <laughs> yes, I went and took a nice vacation to celebrate graduating grad school because, you know, grad school is a lot. Um, so uh, my friend and I went to Puerto Rico where we just literally did what we wanted whenever we wanted. Um, it was a nice vacation. Oh, whoa. It was a nice vacation. Much needed very deserved and i'm also happy to be back but i'm not happy that it's not sunny over here i do miss the sunshine yeah it's been cold over here the last like three weeks i don't know what's going on i think el nino uh fucked up california weather or something like that wait el nino el nino is that like what is that you don't know what el nino is I mean, I know El Nino's the boy in Spanish, but like, is that like a hurricane? Is it <laughs> no? It's a storm. Like, no, it's like a it's like a weather like system down in like Mexico. Oh, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it. I yeah. did not know. Yeah, it's like it's like when uh like the water makes it like very warm down there. It, happens, it only happens every couple of years, but um, yeah, got I, it, I, got I, it. No, you, yeah, and apparently, I guess. I started early this year or something like that, and I think it had a cause and effect on California weather. Anyway, that's that's you know that's a whole side thing. But <laughs> yes, you're back. We're back. Uh, we hope everyone had a nice two weeks uh, reprieve from uh, listening to our voices. But we're back, better than ever, and we are ready to get soft boiled with all of you. Stay tuned. We got fun stuff coming up. Stick around. tuned in to the soft-boiled podcast with deandre and yesenia your one-stop shop for all things relationships now sit back relax and enjoy the show all right yesenia since uh since you uh took some time away um you and you were the one who suggested today's uh today's topic uh i'll let you do the honors and uh introduce us to what we're gonna be talking about today Thanks. Yes. Yeah, so to all our lovely listeners today, DeAndre and I are going to do a deep dive into friendships. Um, I think more specifically, just talking about like what we value in friendships, um, how we feel we interact within our own friendships, um, even like our friendship with each other, you know, um, I think it's a really important topic because I think everybody has like a certain degree of what they value in friendships and how much they interact with other people um and i think everyone sees friendships differently like friends serve a purpose um and i think it's really interesting as we get older how much those purposes change because when you're younger like you're friends because you survived middle school or you shared a sandwich in elementary school or this kid had a really cool backpack or you know what i mean like the reasons why you create friends when you're younger are so different to how you create friendships when you're older. So I think it's pretty cool. I like having a lot the friends that I have. Um, but I also would like to like know more about like Dean, if you've had any friendships that you've lost along the way that 
you wish you would have kept um, or maintained? Because I know I have like one or two um, that like people I, I wish I was still friends with. But yeah, so we're going to be diving deeper into friendships. Um, I know a lot of you can relate. I know a lot of us go through just the ebbs and flows of life. So hopefully this episode gives you insight as to like what DeAndre and I value in our friendships, but also gives you like some time to think about what you value in your friendships. And I don't know, just take a moment to appreciate the people who are in your lives because we don't know how long they get to stay in our lives. Yeah. It's, it's always weird. Uh, when you're younger, you are friends for the most like small minuscule of things. Uh, I remember growing up, uh, most of my friendships were because, uh, we, we loved watching wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I would go to school every Tuesday cause Monday night raw would be every Monday and we would come in and actually, <clears throat> even on Mondays, we would come in on Monday and talk about what happened last week on Friday night, Smackdown. And then we'd be talking about that all school, school period, school day. And then Tuesday, you know, would roll around and then Monday Night Raw was on the Monday night. We'd be like, oh, did you see uh, fucking John Cena beat Randy Orton or, you know, whatever the case may be for that Monday. And then that's how a lot of a lot of my friendships, uh, you know, started, at least in elementary school. I remember for specifically elementary school was how that started. And then when we moved on to middle school. That was when I met a lot of the Raiders like Teddy, Rex, uh, Nathan, and we... Uh, I transitioned more from wrestling over into like playing Yu-Gi-Oh with those guys. Uh, yeah. and, and again, that's just like one thing we bonded over. Uh, obviously over the years we got to know each other a little more, but like, it just takes like that one. And I don't know how it is for girls, but I know for boys, I know it takes like that one common interest to spark, just just spark like a whole friendship. And, and yeah, to your point, uh, earlier, yeah, there are some friendships that I do wish, uh, I have maintained um, going into my adult life. More specifically, I know there's one. Uh, there was one kid when I when I grew up in Memphis. Uh, mm-hmm. When I when I was in elementary <clears throat> school, there was one kid. His name was George, and he was he was like my best friend for like most of elementary school. And then eventually, I ended up moving schools, but we still kept in contact. You know, back in the day, you had to get his phone number and call him on a landline. It was crazy, and that was just like yeah. 2004. <laughs> you know, that wasn't that long ago. But, uh, yeah, we maintain contact, but then ever since I moved to California, uh, it, it, you know, sort of like fizzled out, I guess. And, um, yeah, that's like one off the top of my head friendship that I do wish that I, I do wish I could, you know, pick up, pick back up on, you know, and rekindle and catch up and all that kind of thing. Because yeah, we were really close. Like we bonded over like a lot of things like Yu-Gi-Oh, Beyblade, wrestling uh i think basketball and football things like that he was like the first one uh other than like the kids in my neighborhood that i lived Mm -hmm. on the street with like he was like the first one in school that i could like really call my friend everyone else i sort of talked to were just sort of like acquaintances and i talked to just because we were in the same class but him specifically we were like man we were like inseparable what do you feel like you search for in friendships now that you're an adult uh, search for in friendships, I would see, I don't even know because I would, I would honestly say, um, let me make sure I get this right. 
something I think the things that I research for in friendship are, are people that are real and genuine. And and I mean that in the sense that, well, obviously, like, I don't want a fake friend. You know, I don't want someone who's two faced, who's going to be saying one thing to my face and then going to someone else, maybe in the friend group and saying another. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want someone uh, to be real with me to my face behind my back, whether I'm there or not. Like, I want them to be to just be themselves. Uh, and I also just I also just want to be around good people. Yeah, I really I, of course, this day and age, like there's so much, you know, negativity uh, going on in the world. Like, I don't I don't want that around me. You know what I mean? Like, I want people who are going to be positive, uh, uplifting, caring, genuine, kind. Uh, I I don't need I don't need that like 24 seven. You know what I mean? Like, sure, everyone has their dark days, dark moments or whatever. But like we if we're good, if we're good to ourselves, then you know, that allows us to be good to each other. And I think that's, I think it's probably like the best thing I value in friendships now, especially with our group. Like everyone uh, is so, is so ready and willing to to jump at the chance to, you know, pick someone up when they're down or, you know, lend a helping hand wherever they can. And I, I think that speaks volumes to who we all are as people. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, I would say, you know, something that I've realized as I've gotten older. And I think I've realized it more being friends with you all is how much I also just value that like more honest connection. I think before I used to be friends with people for the sake of just being friends with people, um, which sounds pretty shallow, I know. Um, I think for a long time, I just didn't really understand why people were friends with me, uh, which is my own thing. But as I've gotten older, I think being able to love myself more definitely helped me love my friends more and like accept my friends' love. And when it comes to this group, I think what I've learned is how much I value people who can just be themselves and let me be myself with like no judgment. Because there's some days where like, you know, like yesterday, for example, like me, Mars, and Sam gamed all day long. And when I talked to my lover boy in the, in the evening, he's like, what did you do today? I was like, I literally just play video games. He's like, that's so cool. Like, I'm, I'm happy you just did that. The fact that I didn't have to be like judged for playing yeah. video games all day at this big ass age, you know, it's, it's relieving. And then there's other days where, I mean, you know, like I'm fucking feisty, like I'm, I'm in a mood and I can just come into discord and, you know, just either I vent or I don't, but you guys don't try to bring it out of me and you guys just let me be i don't have to pretend to be happy or pretend to be sad like i can just be me um it's something i've talked to my therapist about shout out to my therapist i don't know if she ever listens to these podcasts but if you do thanks thanks for the help Um, shout out to therapy right um i told her i was like i want to branch out outside of my friend group to kind of create these relationships with other people um, and you know, I'm, I'm living out in the Bay. I'm a little further away from you guys. So I just wanted a chance to create the friendships I have with y'all with other people. And it just wasn't going good. Like it just, it was not, no, it just wasn't it. And I remember she was telling me, she's like, Yesenia, why are you trying to recreate what you already have? Why don't you just spend more time with your friends rather than trying to create more friends for the convenience that you live further? I was like, first of all, you even have to attack me like that. 
Second of all, you're right. <laughs> um, but it's it's cool because our I think with the ramen raiders, we're such a unique group, and it makes me realize like not everybody gets friends like this, you know, like genuine, honest people who are just trying to be great for themselves and then be great for each other. Um, and if y'all have friends that you feel like that i i urge you to just remember to appreciate them and to um spend time with them when you can i know life gets busy we're all adults now but hey even like yesterday when we went to hot pot my first experience like i'm jet lagged as hell i'm tired my room's a mess from unpacking but i'd rather feel that way and be with my friends than to feel that way and be by myself yeah hopefully being around hopefully being around uh, your friends helped your like even a little bit. Cause yeah, being just super tired coming off a plane. I know you just. I'm sure a lot of people listening know that feeling. You just get off the plane, and the first thing you want to do, at least, well, if you live far, you're gonna take that long drive home. God forbid there's traffic, and then the first thing you want to do is just lay in your own bed for like yep. the rest of the night. You yep. know, but props to you for working up the courage, not courage, I guess, but the chutzpah to get out there and go get some hot pot and enjoy your first time with, with some very, very good friends. Gotta get the hoopla. (laughs) Now (laughs) I talked about it a little bit about how some of my friendships sort of spark from like one commonality and then it blossoms into something bigger. Uh, For you, what, what would be something that, where do you think your friendships start, maybe start and end, but uh, as far as like starting, where do you think, your friendship start is it like a commonality is it like through makeup or clothes you wear shoes i don't know um i think for sure commonality but it's kind of funny because i think some of the friends that i have right now outside of the group it's just been more out of like you know for example like my my two friends here out in the bay we met in grad school so like naturally you know we we were in the classroom together. We did projects together. Right. Um, but I think what... Okay, so I think when it comes to starting friendships, that's how it starts. It's like, we're in a common space. There's like a commonality. We know a mutual person, things like that. But I think what gets me to like really spark a friendship <laughs> is I, I say a lot of dark jokes. I have dark humor. Ah, uh, yes. I love dark humor. You know, and that definitely is like a trauma response. Uh, but also, like, you got to make light out of shitty situations, which I've had my fair share of shitty situations. If I can make light of it, so should you. Or so can you, I should say. Um, so if I make a dark joke and they make a darker one or they can match that energy or they just laugh, that's usually like my telltale sign of like, oh, we can actually be friends. Because I feel like I'm just, yeah, like I'm, I'm more of like a dark, humorous person. And let me just say this. I know I'm not funny, but I'm funny to myself. And the only person I need to make laugh is me. I don't care if I make other people laugh. I don't there try to go. be funny, you there know? You yep. I try to make light of my own life. So um, I think when people can match that energy, that's for sure what like helps me maintain friendships. But also, there's, like, this energy I get, like, you just know when someone's down. You know when someone's just being genuine. You know they're being, like, they're just down for whatever. 
I also like those types of friends and that definitely helps me because I have a lot of anxiety. So if I'm down to just drink, let's they're down to, or like if I'm down to just do nothing, they're down to. Like I don't need to do anything extra or feel like I should say. I don't feel like I need to do anything extra to uh like impress them, you know, or like keep their attention. Um and I think for me that's that goes really far. Like I can think about like my roommate, we're friends. And it helps that we met in grad school. But even before grad school, like we had mutual friends that were like, Yeah, you guys should meet, like you should meet each other basically. And lo and behold, we did. We have a very similar upbringing. Um, but it's it's that energy of like she's cool, she's down for whatever. Um, and I think at the end of the day, like I've seen her be vulnerable and honest with me, and I think it definitely inspired me to be vulnerable and honest with her. Um, and I think anytime I can do that in a friendship, it for sure makes me want to stay around. I have another friend that I met at community college. Well, actually, no, that's not true. I met her at a party during spring break in like 2014 uh through a mutual friend we literally smoked together that day and we were like kind of inseparable after that (laughs) like it was just one of those things where like it we just clicked you know and we don't talk every day nowadays uh she's a few years older than me but when we do talk it's like no time passes you know like i can be mad at her she could i don't know if she's ever been mad at me actually i've been mad at her plenty of times but there was one time where we didn't talk for like a year and a half, maybe two years. And we just, we can just get back like nothing had happened or we can address it. You know, um, I think it's important to just be able to have those friendships where like, you can just be yourself. And if you can let me be myself, I'm going to do what I can to keep you in my life for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All we want is good people. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Have you ever like made a friend, uh, like uh, not in, like a weird place, but and just like, uh, you're just somewhere doing your own thing, and then you just like connect and vibe with someone, even if it's for like five minutes. You know what I mean? Like for for like that moment, that instant, you you and like a total random stranger have just like connected, um, even if that doesn't go anywhere. Uh, you know, for like five minutes, you, you, you've made a friend and then, you know, you two go your separate ways and they'll probably never see each other again. Like, I know for me, when I go to concerts, uh, I, I usually end up making friends with the people around me, even if it's for the next two hours and we're being shoved and pushed on and we're trading body sweat <laughs> and, you know, we're getting down in the pit and everything. And then once once the show is over, we're dapping each other up and we go our separate ways. But for those two hours, man, we were we're fucking we're fucking bros. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you ever had those kind of experiences? Um, I think I can speak for a lot of women or people who identify as women. Um, being drunk in the girls' bathroom with other drunk women. Really? Because hmm. when you when I'm drunk and I go to the bathroom at like a bar, at a club. And there's other drunk girls in there. They hype you the fuck up. And you hype them back up. Like, it's just like a thing. You're like, oh my god, your makeup looks so fucking cute. Like, look at you. You're such a baddie. You know, it's like, let's take a picture. You know, like, oh, babe, like, here, fix your lipstick. Like, the most randomest people in the most random place, aka the bathroom, 
you just give each other so much love and then you so i have actually i might still have a few pictures of random ass women i've met in the bathroom who were just looking like total babes and we helped each other in some way shape or form um i've met girls who i've actually like (laughs) so there's this um this like a latino club dance thing in the city called pura and they do like salsa and reggaeton and bachata and um and for me that's like what I, i prefer to dance so i remember i went to the bathroom one time and there was this girl in there and she was crying over a boy Oh no! and not a boy. you know i was like girl you look way too fucking fine to be crying what's what's happening <clears throat> and then her friend was telling me and i looked at her and i was like what is he out there doing right now like i was pretty tipsy like not super drunk but i was pretty tipsy i was like what do you think he's out there doing right now she's like he's out with some other girl and i was like do you see how good you look right now i was like you can go out there and grab any single guy from the dance floor and dance with you post it on a snapchat and i bet you anything he's going to be blowing you up and i was like you it was like a whole pep talk it was a whole like girl you look way too good to be crying right now and me and her friend like fixed her makeup i like i didn't have like a i i used to carry like basically like beauty blenders with me to like help keep my makeup in place so we kind of had to make do with what was happening with her face because her makeup was ruining or yeah her makeup was ruined by her tears but you know we made do with what we had and we got our ass back out there and that was the the only time i've ever seen that girl and the last time i seen her um hey, but it's like it shit was, like that even if it was the only time like shit that's an experience you know yeah that and that shit happens moment. a lot in the girls bathroom like you and i shout out to the girls that are like that because i've also been in the bathroom with women who were just fucking mean and i'm like girl like come on i one thing i hate and i'm trying to be better about is like the girl on girl hate you know because it's already hard being a woman out here i don't need to hate and bring somebody else down to make myself feel better you know and i hate when other girls are like that because it's just i don't know like are you mad because you want to fuck me or are you mad because you want to be me either way i want to be friends with you so can you not (laughs) yeah i was actually going to ask you about that because uh I was reading some things the other day or not reading some things, but it's definitely came across my timeline. And of course the internet is the internet. But uh, one thing that kind of like stuck out and I did want to kind of ask you about, pick your brain about was like this, it was, it was a video of uh, this group of like baddies, I guess people would refer to them as, you know, this group of baddies, you know, their friend group, all of them are beautiful. It looks like they're going out to the club. You know, they got their black dresses, their purses, nice makeup, lipstick, everything, you know, everything on fleek, yeah. as the kids would say. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, videos panning around like, oh, look at this girl. Yes, bitch. All that kind of shit. Feel me. And then uh, just going in the comments, you know, they're, you know, a lot of people were, you know, uplifting, you know, all very beautiful, all this kind of stuff. And uh, a lot of people were like, uh oh you know a a girl's biggest competition is girls you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, i didn't see it that way you know i just saw it as like friends having a good time but then it also did get me thinking it's like huh yeah i guess it is kind of true like i I don't know if it's kind of true but i guess a lot of how how you were saying girls are girls can be pretty mean to each other you know so it it did kind of get me thinking like huh maybe there is something to that like a girl's biggest competition is you know the girl next to them i guess and I and then ever since that video, I've kind of seen that like sentiment being echoed through other people on the internet. Like, 
yeah, girls are just competing with each other in terms of like looks, beauty, like trying to, you know, one up people's relationships and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, is there, is there something to that? Oh my God, definitely. Like, so I think when I was younger, it felt more like that. Like my biggest competition was like my friends, like the girls that was with, um, and I, I'll dive deeper into the story um, and, and later in this episode. But I had this one friend who, um, when we were younger, she was very down to earth. She was very, um, like, you know, we would go to Ross. We would go to TJ Maxx. Like, we would we would shop in these, like, places we could actually afford, right? And I had no shame about that. It's what my mom could afford. I'm not going to sit here and beg my mom to break the bank so I can look designer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was the same way. Until, like, she got, I don't know what it was, but one day she just, like, talked designer. And I remember thinking, like, this is not who you are. Um, and it And it really, like, gave me this sense of, like, she became, like, really superficial with, like, wanting designer and wanting designer brands. And we were, like, in high school. I was like, girl. Yeah. And it made me wonder, like, why she started feeling like that. But then she started feeling like a bad bitch, you know, like, and I mean it in the sense of like the girls who just think that they're that bitch, they're hella pretty, and like everybody else is beneath them, like the negative version of this term bad bitch. Right. And honestly, like it made me not want to be friends with her because I didn't, I didn't need that vibe. I didn't need that energy. I didn't need to be decked out and designer anything like that's not what people get from me you know and i I had known her for like years so i was it when i think about it now i'm like fuck i wish like i maintained that friendship but then also she talks i like heard when the twins turned one for those that don't know i have a i have a no i have a younger brother and sister they are twins Mm -hmm. they're four so when they turned one we threw like yeah um but when they turned one we had like a big ass party at my mom's house and you've seen my graduation party. You were there. Yep. You know how we get down. Get down. So imagine that times like 10 because it was way more crowded for the twins first birthday party. Um, but then we did it like Mexican themed because we're Mexican. Anytime we have a Mexican party, we're going to make it Mexican themed. So we had like the boots and the tejanas and the belts and the, the banda and things like that. And I don't have Twitter, and there's a reason why I don't have Twitter. But from what I had heard from those at the party with Twitter and this one particular friend or ex-friend of mine, apparently she was talking shit. Like, it was like a sneak diss. Like, you know, when you don't add a person, but you know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. uh Uh-huh. And I guess she had, like, said something like when... Or I think it's funny when, like, people from our hometown try to all of a sudden act like they're Mexican wearing like boots and like the hats and stuff but i'm like it's funny that you would say that on this particular day and i'm just like one thing about me is i do not fuck with like no you are not gonna sit there and talk shit about my family but you for sure will not sit there and talk shit about my twins like right i will go to prison for those two okay so when I heard that, like, I was living, people were showing me the tweet and stuff. And I'm like, how shallow do you have to be of a person to not only hate 
on like people wanting to embrace their culture, but also to hate on like little kids, you know? And for me, it made me realize like I was missing a friendship with the person who's shallow, you know? Right. And yeah, so for me, it made me realize I'm very happy I'm no longer friends with women who feel like they need to upstage me. Um, and I think for those out there listening, uh, actually, there's a specific person that I can think of right now who has friends, and I don't like her friends because her friends are fucking mean to her and they're hella rude to her and it pisses me off. But they're adults, so I'll whenever she's ready to create new girlfriends, I'm, I'm going to be there to help her. But if you're friends with people who degrade you, talk shit about you, make you feel like shit, or just feel like they're always like upstaging you, those are not your friends at all. Because real friendship between women is about uplifting each other, hyping each other up, being able to support each other for the good, for the bad, for the bad bitches, or the we're in sweatpants and like our hair is up type of shit. And when I think of my girlfriends now, like I don't feel that way with them at all. Most of my friends are in relationships. I think I'm, I might be the only single one right now, but like if, when we were all single, I never had to feel like I needed to upstage them to, to grab the men's attention. You know, it was like, if you get the attention, good for you. How can I be your wingman? You know what I mean? Um, and that's, that's the type of friendships you should really be gravitating towards feeling as though people are your equals rather than people who are trying to upstage you or you feel like you need to upstage because that's just ego that's not friendship man oh my gosh like that in itself could be its own episode maybe well actually we'll talk about that later (laughs) because i have something brewing in the in the workshop for a special uh, a soft boil special um but yeah that i'm very glad i've outgrown that stage of life where i feel like I need to be friends with women who are my, my quote unquote competition. Damn. Is that a thing for guys? Not necessarily. Cause I think, I think for guys, you can kind of boil it down to, to three, to three words. Guys don't care. (laughs) Guys just do not care about a lot of things. Um, we're, we're not in a competition, uh, with each other where we sort of guys are kind of tunnel vision, um, so to speak. So they're not really worried about the dude next to them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of like that stereotypical, like, you know, you hype up your next man or you hype up the next man and all that kind of shit. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, you know, guys are at a party and then, you know, one dude's fucking doing like Edward 40 hands or some shit like that. (laughs) And you know they're all yeah. cheering them on. It's kind of like that shit. It's kind of like a the. This is kind of like, like a camaraderie. Of course, there's there's uh, exceptions to every rule. Obviously, not everyone's like this, but I think guys sort of get off on watching their their fellow man, uh, you know, take W's, so to speak. Yeah. Because, um, like I say, even for like adult guys, you could you could you know, just be walking down the street one day and you guys could both be wearing the same shirt. You know what I mean? Or the, mm-hmm. or like a similar shirt. Like if I'm wearing a Metallica shirt and I see another guy wearing a Metallica shirt, right? You know, me and him don't even got to make, don't even got to say a word to each other, but we make eye contact and we give that head nod. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we both just 
you know, there's that vibe, there's that that telepathic link that like, yeah, okay, you know, we know we like we like Metallica, you know, there's there's a commonality there, you know, cool. Cause there's not a lot of us walking around with Metallica shirts. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah, there's like even like guys just sort of get off on like finding finding joy in each other's uh wins mm-hmm. so to speak um i don't i've never really at least in my personal experience i've never seen uh men put each other down um like how you say you know you have this friend who has friends and they put her down and i'm like that just hearing that like kind of made me sad i'm like why why are you friends with these people like are they even your friends like why are you hanging yeah. around them that kind of thing um I don't know too many I don't know too many men that put themselves in that situation um or I don't know maybe I just don't pay enough attention I'm not sure <laughs> but yeah it's my experience I don't it's like the dynamic with between guys uh like a like a men's friends group is is a lot different there's there's like a sense of camaraderie lifting up your fellow man uh and of course there are we all know there are douchebags out there yeah. you know they will degrade and you know, put people down and tell you that you're lesser than and, you know, you need to work harder and all this kind of shit. Um, but I think for the most part, it's it's kind of it's kind of centered around camaraderie and lifting each other up. And, you know, you're you're only you're better. You're better now than you were yesterday. That kind of thing. Yeah. As as like as as kind of I know that the word the term toxic masculinity gets thrown around a lot nowadays, mm-hmm. but. And I know a lot of what I said probably does sound like toxic masculinity, but that's also just kind of how guys operate. <laughs> you know, I know I know a lot of what I said kind of sounds do broy or whatever, but there could be a lot of positivity wrapped up uh, for a lot of guys. Um, you know, like we were saying earlier, you know, you got to find your happy space, and yeah. a lot of guys find happy spaces in hyping each other up like that. You know. Yeah. And I don't I don't think that's toxic masculinity at all. I think that's the way in which men have learned to socialize. I remember reading something that was like women comfort each other face to face and men comfort each other shoulder to shoulder. Basically like what that saying is supposed to represent is just like for men it's more about like you don't necessarily have to look at them, you know, like women do. Um, it's just like you good bro like what do you need you know i got I like what's up yeah it's just very surface level not surface level i don't mean it like that it's like you kind of just address it like what's up what's going on and it comes out as like you good bro you know like literally i think that's the one that i hear the most and it's like ah just some shit's happening and then it's like damn like like you need something it's it's very minimal but I think it also says a lot for men um, versus women. We learn to socialize by giving all the details and, you know, how can I help? Let me be your therapist. Like we socialize girls to be that way. And we don't socialize boys to be that way. And I see it becoming a thing where it's, it's a lot more intertwined now, which thankfully, cause you know, men's mental health is just as important and, men being able to like say what they're feeling without being reprimanded for it needs to needs to hurry hurry up and get with the times because there's men out there suffering but um Mm -hmm. i think i don't think it's toxic masculinity i think it's just the way that society has you know essentially raised men to to socialize and 
those little interactions probably do a lot more than some of interactions with like from woman to woman trying to support each other. Um, I was going to say, because I was like, I'm wondering if, if you've recognized it. So go ahead and check the chat to see if you've recognized, uh, the person I'm talking about and Uh, like their interactions. Oh, but, oh, I didn't see the chat, but now that I see the chat, uh, absolutely agree. (laughs) Yes. Um, and it's funny because when I think about that, I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it reminds me of like, um. There was this one movie that I watched. It was like an, a, a Spanish movie. And it's literally like the exact same vibes. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I kind of want to watch this movie with her and be like, look, this is the reason why I don't like your friends. <laughs> but also, you know, it's it's hard to get out of those situations with people that you've been friends with for such a long time. Yeah, and I'm not here to judge. Like, that, like, it's hard to get out. Yeah. And, you know, no judgment if that person wants to remain friends with them. But like. You best believe they talk sideways to you when I'm there. Like, I'm sticking up for you, whether you want me to or not. Um, yeah. Damn, I had a train of thought and I completely lost it. Um, so getting into, like, other areas of friendship. Is there... I know you mentioned one already. Is there currently anybody that you feel like you're losing touch with or... Maybe you're just not as close to them as you once were that you feel like you would like to change or something. Um, if I can, mm, no, I'll be, no, I think for the most part, I think I'm good with everybody, um, in my circle, at least on my end. I don't know how everybody else, you know, feels about me or whatever, but, uh, I don't know, at least on my end, I feel I feel like I'm in a good place with with everybody in my circle right now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's anyone that uh I'm losing touch with or anything like that, or you know, I feel them like slipping away or anything like that. Um there was a time and this has been going on for maybe like I don't know, a few years now where I was trying to rekindle isn't the word. I was trying to I was trying to keep a friendship going that mm-hmm. was just absolutely just in in hindsight, obviously, was just absolutely not worth it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. like it was it was an ex, but like we ended on like relatively good terms and we tried to, you know, be friends throughout the years and all this other crap, but like things would like be good and then be bad. And it, I think it just finally got to a point where like up until like maybe like a year ago, a year and a half ago, I, I was just like, I can't, I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, like this is this trying to, trying to keep this, this facade going that like, that like we're f- trying to be, you know, friends or trying to be anything is like, I'm just like, I'm done. I can't fucking do this shit. So I just, I just cut that shit off. And I think I've been, better off for it yeah but it's in terms of anyone in my life now i i don't know i personally i don't feel like there's anyone that i've lost a connection with or am losing a connection with currently at least not that i can think of off the top of my head maybe if i scroll through my contacts for like (laughs) two minutes i can figure something out maybe (laughs) but just just off rip no yeah 
No, that's real. Um, and that's also good because it kind of like, for me, that just shows that you know exactly where you are in your friendships, which is good. Um, I think for me, um, yeah, there's like two friendships that I wish I was, um, well, one specifically, actually. Um, and I'm sure you remember her, this girl I was like really close with when I went to Chico. Um, and you know, we were inseparable and it was like, she was like my sister, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and I think if it wasn't for our friendship, I probably would have had a really terrible time up there. Um, but yeah, we were, we were really great friends. We were inseparable. Um, I was there during like a really rough time for like her and her family and, um, kind of just like our like friend circle too, because you know, there was, there was some loss that had happened. Um, but I also really liked that our families knew each other. Like my mom knew her mom, her mom knew both my mom and my dad. Um, her sister, you know, grew up with my cousins who I don't talk to at all anymore, but it's, it's, you know, it's still cool. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just not friends anymore. And for one reason or another, it's still kind of a little unclear to me, but, um, I remember one time she like, okay, to back up when we stopped being friends, I would like drunk text her. Uh, like the typical things you would do for like a boyfriend or like a girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. You're like drunk, you're missing them and you drunk text them and whatever. I I did that. Um, which showed how much I just, I really loved her as a person and really was just trying to figure out what had happened. Um, but in 2020, maybe 2021, I think it was 2021. Um, she sent me a message, you know, just saying hi and, she missed me and stuff and we got together we 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 went to go get food or drinks or something like that yeah and i remember just how different things were and how how much it made me sad like it made me happy to see her but it made me really sad because years had gone by and she was just you know she's just a whole new person like life happens you know and i think like till this day that's like a friendship that i'm like i wish we never drifted apart and i wish we never stopped being friends and we're civil now you know like i have i will will never have harm feelings for her um i don't know how she feels about me but i think for me something that really sucked is like her family runs with or like they hang out with a girl who doesn't like me and the girl doesn't like me for things that I did in high school and she has every right to, I don't care. I'm not that person anymore. And I know that. And I hold true to that. And so when we stopped being friends, I remember feeling like just really shamed about the the mistakes that I made in high school, even though I had already moved on from that, forgiven myself for that and, you know, worked hard to be a good person. Um, Cause in, you know, in our last episode, we talked about how much I was struggling in high school. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel like shit. It made me feel like, wow, like you're like judging me and blaming me for things that I did in high school. And that's probably not it at all. Right. It's just me projecting. Um, but it just made me go back to the space of like, I'm never going to be a good person no matter how hard I tried. And that was a really shitty feeling to go through. But, you know, I eventually realized like people drift apart, you know, not every friendship is meant to last forever, but when I look back on it, I'm like, damn, we had such fun times together. And 
you know, I wanted to move in with her when we both graduated. We're from the same town. We're from the same neighborhood, you know. Um, but that's one person I really wish that I still had in my life currently. Um, and I think when it comes to other friendships, there's there's some that I, I think I need to be better about reaching out to for sure. Um, and I think now, because I'm, I'm moving here in a few months, in a few weeks. Woo! I know it's like bittersweet because I don't want to leave the Bay, but you know, like there's nothing left out here for me anymore, but I have a, a friend and her, her mans and her kids. Like it makes me really anxious to think of like, I'm leaving the Bay. And does that mean I'm leaving them? And like, I get worried that their friendship won't be the same and I'm not going to see them as often. And like, I don't want to not be in their lives, especially because I'm part of her kids' life. And for me, I take that shit personal. Like, whenever I have friends with kids, I take it to heart of, like, I want to be there for your kids. Um, and I want to be, like, a consistent adult in their life, you know? Yeah. So I get, like, nervous that the friendship's going to change, and I really don't want it to. Um, and I think for me, I, like not me getting sentimental um it makes me sad to think about like the great people i've met so far while living in the bay area and how those relationships will change once i move because they're bound to it just happens um and also wanting to make a conscious effort to to be there when i can be there for them i mean hey uh there's no there's no limits on friendship through distance or geography That is very true. That is very true. I mean, no matter where I've gone, we've always been friends, so. Yeah, it's like, especially nowadays, like, no one no one really has any excuses to not reach out to someone anymore. There's so many different ways of communicating to someone uh, if you really want to reach out to them. Even if they don't respond, you know, you could always send a, a text, a tweet, a Facebook message, Instagram message uh you know there's so many different ways to communicate to people nowadays like shit you went on a some uh fucking what are those uh virtual dates for a while oh, there. Yeah. so like there's like there's really no excuse for people not to you know communicate to someone if you really want to reach out to someone that so, is true so like if your friendship you know is strong and everything like i i, I don't i don't see why anything would change other than you know being physical i guess but besides that you know communication can still be there regardless yeah i think i get really insecure about like this idea of are we really friends or are we just friends out of convenience you know right um like are we just friends because we went to the same school or because we live in the same area or like because we live together like i think my insecurities get the best of me and like feed me those thoughts that aren't helpful at all i mean hey it's also a healthy to recognize that that is true uh, also, another thing to fully recognize, and this is this is a, a a larger question, controversial, some might even say, uh, and this uh, this question could also lead into a whole nother topic that uh, I want to do very very soon with uh, one of the fellow raiders is uh, can guys and girls be friends? DeAndre, are you a guy? I am. Yes. Am I a girl? Do you identify as one? I do. Oh, uh, then yes. Then yes. <laughs> I think I think it can be tricky for sure. Um, I'm someone who definitely has had a lot of guy friends. I know, typical cliche. 
I always used to get called like a slut or like attention whore because I had a lot of guy friends. I've also never slept with any of my guy friends, on to the contrary of what society believes about girls having a lot of guy friends. Um, and so I I think when you set your boundaries very clear and you establish the friendship, and I don't mean friend zone a person because that means there was some type of like romantic interest at one point, right? But I think when you're able to be very clear and establish boundaries and what your relationship is going to be, which is a friendship, hell yeah, what the heck? Like, I've literally gone to, on trips with Merrick, you know, we literally sleep in the same room, right. like, all of us have slept, I think me, you, Sam, slept on the same bed, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there was no funny business, <laughs> you know? Like, I think people take it to the extreme um, and think the worst. And I think a lot of those people might just have their own things that they need to work out, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think when you're in a relationship, it definitely can change. Um, Cause I've been the hypocrite of like, why are you friends with a lot of bitches? But then I'm like, I have a lot of guy friends too, <laughs> but I know, but I know my intentions with my guy friends and I know yeah. their intentions with me, mm-hmm. but I just don't trust it when I have a partner, which I know is hypocritical. I'm working on it. You, you all, like, don't, don't come for me, please. Um, but then also, you know, I did date a guy who had a lot of girlfriends and they were all his exes. So there's that. But anyways, um, I think it can be feasible and I think it can be doable. I think when lines start to get blurred, that's when boundaries really need to be, uh, set. So I think just being able to communicate boundaries is really important. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I don't know how you feel about the topic. No, absolutely. Like I'm kind of in the same boat as you, uh, like. I think anyone can be friends, like whether it's through just differing genders, sexual identities, political stances, whatever. I think everybody's capable of being friends with one another. It's just, are you willing to, you know, accept them for who they are and their ideals and their beliefs and whatnot, whether or not they align with you and all that jazz. Um, Oh, I think that's important because I think a lot of people nowadays, especially with like political stuff, it's like, oh, I'm not friends with this person because they're Republican or they're Democrat or they believe lgbt rights or they don't believe in lgbt rights there's labels and cut and dry and black and white and all this stuff i'm like guys people what are we doing not even having a conversation anymore um but no yeah men and women can absolutely be friends and i think yes it's very important i i don't i'm I'm sure from you know a woman's perspective it's very important to you know get it out of the way now that like you know i'm not looking for this isn't going to turn into anything uh this isn't me flirting or you know anything like that because you know guys are dumb they'll perceive the slightest (laughs) little like head turn or you know you brushing up against them and oh she wants me (laughs) you know what i mean like guys are dumb they'll perceive like the slightest little like nothing and turn it into oh yeah this you know he'll go he'll text his guys will say like hey guys she wants me. I think this is going to happen <laughs> type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, getting getting those boundaries set like right away um, and establishing, you know, that friendship like right off the bat, you know, um, whether whether you do it like hard, you know what I mean? Uh, you just explicitly say it or, uh, you know, you just you just sort of like let things uh like let i shouldn't say fester that's not the right word but you just sort of see how things play out 
And, you know, yeah. if you see things going the, in the direction that you don't like or you don't want, then that, you know, that I'm sure that's a conversation that that will be had uh, very quickly early on. Yeah. After you two meet. Um, but uh, that's not to say that, you know, things can't happen between people. And this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Like, yeah, guys and girls can be friends. But uh, if it's, you know, mutual and consensual between two friends, guy, girl, guy, guy, whatever, girl, girl. Um, mm -hmm. If it is consensual and mutual between the two, then yes, things can, you know, flourish it's into more. something more, obviously, yeah. you know, that goes without saying, uh, like, we know two people in this very friend group who started out as friends, friends for, for years. Um, and then now they are in a relationship. I think it's been what? Uh, a year, like two four? years, four? Has it? I don't even know how long it's been. It's been if, it's been a while. If you're thinking about who I thinking of, well, who I think you're thinking about, they've been together for like four years. Has it been four years? Yeah, since before the pandemic. Oh, that's crazy. Here, I'll type it in the chat. But um, yeah, it's for sure been like four years. Oh, that's crazy. I, I time flies. I think. <laughs> I think because we went to to Vegas in 2020, and they were together already. Uh, you know what? I actually have. Remember his birthday party? Uh, I which, think which one? <laughs> it has been like a few. The one where he, one of our friends, fell into the dog bowl, the water bowl. Oh, I wasn't there for that. Oh damn! Or at that's least I, maybe not. I was there for that moment. Okay, well, that's kind of when I don't think they were together then, but I think after that is when it started. And I think that was in twenty, either twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. Dang, that's so crazy. it's 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 been a while for them. Ooh, that's crazy. Yeah. Have you ever? Oh, but you are, you already said it earlier. I guess you said you never slept with any of your friends. So I guess that answers the question of have you ever like been with someone that you started out as friends with and then it turned into something more, even if you're like a little bit, you know. Even if it, mm. even if it got to like talking stages or like let's see where this like you like casually you know see each other or whatever, but like has anything ever gone from like just friends to like that anything more? No, actually. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, no, because I feel like the the people that I have slept with or had a thing with or in relationships with, it always was like my intention that I liked them more. Mm -hmm. than a friend but in terms of just like a friend who developed into something more no well that's not true there is one person uh but we were friends and we just always missed each other um i don't know if you remember this i put it in the chat but um mm. i liked we were friends. I liked him. He didn't like me. Yeah. And then we we did we did make out one time, um, and then he liked me. I didn't like him. Yeah. So I feel like it was always this switched. game of tag. Yeah. With each other, um, and now and now here we are. So I'll always be there for him for sure. But I think he's somebody that I do have boundaries with because we'll like obviously his situation now but yeah. also just because those were always feelings left unexplored so mm -hmm. i don't ever want to jeopardize our friendship um and i'll say this to say this and then we'll never talk about it ever again but if the opportunity did present itself and it was consensual 
in the sense that we were both feeling the exact same way, I would have explored it for sure. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I do think it's cool that like you two are both still friends, even though like, you know, the game, the game of like tag was a thing at one point. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's, that's very common. Um, I think I also play that game a lot with people, (laughs) not on purpose, but there's, there's been a few situations where I like somebody and they don't like me back. And then again, you know, I like, I, they like me and I don't like them back. Yeah. It's like a game of tag. But I think that's about it. I don't think I've ever like slept with a friend like that. Um, and if I did, it's going with me to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I haven't. Um, but yeah, it's usually been like a romantic interest and it's been like explicitly known that like, I like you as more than a friend. Right, right. Well, Yesenia, I don't know if you remember this, but I, you and I have slept <laughs> in the same bed together. <coughs> I literally but just um, said that. Hell yeah. But um, <laughs> yes, DeAndre and I have slept in the same bed together, and that's as close to him sleeping in a bed with me as he'll ever get. That right there is called boundaries, people. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically... Wait, we've slept in multiple beds together. Hold on. Have we? I don't remember. I just remember yeah. the whole time at Merrick's they house. Were, they're, they're both at Merrick's house. Merrick's house in Vallejo and Merrick's house up uh, where he lives now. Oh, interesting. I only remember one but, of those times. But the one at Merrick's parents' house was uh, with Sam. It was me, you, Sam on one bed. And then up when we went to go visit him where he lives now, it was yeah, me and you. Yeah. I know Ace will always give me shit for that because he had the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I still laugh about that to this day. No, I'm not laughing at Ace because of that, but that he gives me shit for it. Yeah. That was that was a fun time. We gotta we gotta go back up and visit him again. That's um, he didn't live four hours away, you know. Yeah. It's the only thing. The it's only a, thing that's keeping us. It's a nice drive, though. I will say that. Uh, not when you're driving through a fucking storm. Well, yeah. Don't don't. Uh. Oh, what's that video? Oh God, there's a video I have in my head. Oh, don't take unnecessary journeys or something like that. You ever seen that video? No. Oh God, it's it's hilarious. It's it's this newscaster lady. She's uh English, I think, and there's you know a a, a fucking rainstorm going on. And she's in the middle of this rainstorm, microphone in hand, hood up, trying to keep it together. And it's just pouring rain on this lady. I felt so bad for her. And she's just like, don't take unnecessary journeys. Don't leave your house. Don't do this. All that stuff. Like, stay in shelter, stay in place. And it was, it was, someone turned it into, like, a music video. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. That's why it sticks with me a little bit more. That's fucked up. Yeah. But, Yeah. I, I don't mind the drive, you know, obviously for my friend, I'm going to go visit. Um, but I think next time I just would rather be with people for sure. And, you know, not having to go through rain, fog, storm in the darkness. Well, hey, next time uh, you make the drive, maybe uh, some more of the friends will be able to join you along the way. Because let's face it, friends make everything better. And we hope that everyone listening has some people in their lives that they can call 
they're friends. Yes. Um, for all of our lovely listeners who have stuck with us throughout this uh, lovely episode, you are now our friends too, because you get to listen to our voices for like an hour and you're still listening. And also shout out to like our day ones who've been listening to every single episode. You clearly like the sound of our voices if you are still listening to the Soft Boiled Podcast. But without you, we wouldn't be here. And also, maybe we would. We could just be talking to ourselves. But we hope we're talking to people. Um, and for that, we thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, any last plugs you want to mention to our lovely listeners? Uh, No. I mean, I think I got uh, most of the stuff in uh, from the update uh last episode the little mini five minute one i uploaded last time uh Got it. A, lot of, a lot of the updates will be in that one if you haven't listened to it uh but if you in case you haven't i'll probably do a tldr here uh yes we're we're again as you clearly just listened to for the last hour we're back uh after a two week two week hiatus gotta recharge the batteries could take a break every now and again uh yesenia i'm glad you had a safe trip uh, overseas, kind of overseas. You're just a hop, skip, and a step away off of Florida, really. Um, yeah, actually, a hop, skip, and a step away. <laughs> um, but yes, glad you had a fun time. Glad you had a fun trip. Uh, I'm sure it was much needed for you after uh, graduating and everything. And I'm sure you're back, ready to hit the ground running into your new career, your new journeys. And uh, again, a lot of all of us are proud of you and wish you nothing but the best. And wherever life takes you and all that jazz. Thank you. Uh, as for our listeners, yeah, we've got uh, we got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, should be back to the regular stream of content over the next few weeks until or until, you know, one of us goes on vacation again. <laughs> That's going to be me in August. Hey, um, but yeah, a lot of fun stuff coming up on the softball old end. Uh, I will try to we will try to get simmering back up and running when the Roman Raiders uh, lives stop being so busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But that should actually be winding down now, uh, hopefully soon, so we can get more simmering stuff uploaded. But uh, yeah. Oh, and I'm back streaming more regularly now on twitch.tv forward slash Fooly Wolf. Um, I think, Yesenia, I don't know where you are. You're streaming uh, on your end for streaming. Not yet. Hopefully in the next month. But given that I do have to move, I might just wait until I actually move. But yeah, we'll see. That would probably be best. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, I am addicted to Animal Crossing, so if anybody has some tips, tricks, or things for me to follow, let me know. Um, you can follow our lovely soft-boiled Instagram page, where I promise I'll be more active in because I've been slacking, but I was also on vacation, so I deserve to slack a little bit. Um, and our page is on Instagram, again, at underscore soft-boiled. Again, that's at underscore soft-boiled, one word. Um, some new graphics are going to be in the mix here Ooh, in a few weeks. Nice, nice. Um, so pay attention to that. Other than that, yeah, like Jandri said, we should be back to our regular schedule, uh, give or take a few vacations coming up. Um, if you have any topics or any suggestions of things you would like to hear from us, let us know. Any people you would like to have return, please let us know. Um, other than that, we thank you all for listening and for sticking with us. Um, as we get a little soft boiled. Mm-hmm.